And boom goes the candle. What it do, what it do, what it do. Back at episode five. Welcome to Just Talk on the Theorist Lounge with Wu Yani Bila. Whew, we made it. Episode five, ladies and gentlemen, episode five. And I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm recording this on a Monday. I usually drop this on a Monday for those who know when these episodes drop. I drop it on a Monday morning. That's that's always sacred. Uh, I am recording this currently at... Uh, what time is it? Phone. Don't let me down. At 7 o'clock in the evening. So why didn't I drop it on a Monday morning um because i had to pay the bills bro Ish, unfortunately you know uh that's just the reality of things um this is a passion project and uh the people that pay me uh, they needed their things hey i've been in the editing suit since uh, early hours in the morning maybe half past five or whatever but i'm finally done it's been a whole day in the edit suit and i'm done bro i'm done so I'm here recording this for y'all. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, first, I gotta do some 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 house calls before we get into it. Uh, I did the Facebook group. I legit won't lie again. I did it now <laughs> instead of doing it last week. As I said, I was uh, gonna do. I did it now. There's now an official uh, just talk on the theorist lounge with Wiani Bila. Uh, uh, page on Facebook. You can just check it at uh, yeah. It's just just talk on on the Theorist Lounge, and then uh, yeah, you'll you'll see the cover for the podcast over there. So um, look, man, I don't expect like a, a bunch of people over there. As I say, it's it's for uh, thinkers and like-minded people. So do share it to those who you feel like uh, would appreciate the podcast if you feel like you know and I know how we are as as um, consumers we like when we find a special thing right uh, when you find a special band or a special artist you want to keep that artist to yourself it's like a private secret like you have this dope <laughs> I used to do it all the time with my favorite musicians. You have this dope little secret. Like Ed Sheeran was one of my, 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 my secrets. And I'd only share them with like close friends. And then when they go commercial, you're like, ugh. You know, but share it with like-minded people. Uh, keep the secret to like-minded people. It's fine. It's all good. Uh, yeah. So we back. How are you guys? How was your weekend? Uh, oh, before we get into it again, more housekeeping. I was so stupid, you know. Um, I remember one of the listeners, uh, shout out to Peter. Peter Lesufi was like, yo, dude, like, I love the platform. Uh, I wish there was a way we could engage, send voice notes or whatever, whatever. And then I only discovered, I mean, I've been using Anchor for such a long time. We're on episode five, and I just discovered this. Like, guys, when you go on my Anchor channel, you can click on the episode right and leave a message a voice message through your phone or whatever and then next week i'll play it on the episode and and you know we can engage on your thoughts because now it's like ah mom said this and mom and i i'm losing track you can like there's a function for that you can comment on the episode and say these are my thoughts dude and we can play it 
damn it, we can we can play your thoughts and and we can engage even some more, you know. Um, just uh, just to clear, yeah, like even last week, um, who was it? Uh, Advice had some interesting things to say about the Will and Jada. He also agreed um, it was it was mature of them, but also uh, he said, look. Uh, I think the president needs uh, more average, ordinary people on the committee, you know? So I was like, oh, damn, uh, what committee is this? Need <laughs> me to find out. Yeah, there's an actual COVID-19 committee where this guy consults. Obviously, the president would consult with uh, each and every sector, industry leader, and so on. So we need more average people to say, yo, dude, you know, these are thoughts on people on the ground, but I guess that wouldn't make it an elite group, you know. But uh, interesting thoughts from Mr. Maluleka over there, you know. Uh, so, how are you? How was your weekend, you know? Uh, I'll tell you how mine was. Yay! The gun is, the gun is now. <laughs> Shout out to Austin now. Shout out to Arsenal, dude. Dude, from them disappointing me last week with like a, a stupid loss to Tottenham, dude, um, to freaking win, beating Liverpool, right? At their own house. No, but we were playing at Anfield. No, no, I think we were at the Emirates. Let me not lie. But we beat them nonetheless. We beat the champions, bro. 2-1 and we held them down and not only that we beat them coming from a 1-0 deficit and if you know the past arsenal did you know like once we go 1-0 down dude it's over the other team has won so mr arteta making the changes in mentality it's a mentality that's why i love sports bro it's a psychological thing so these guys had that winning mentality to say you know what we're gonna come back and we're gonna capitalize and not only that four days later or three days later dude they beat man city the second best team right now on the table on the premier league we beat them 2-0 bro if you're an Arsenal, if I had that Tibo touch thing, I would, dude, I would know. So the main topic today, guys, <laughs> I just had to gloat, guys. Give me, give me a sec. I know some of you guys don't like that soccer thing, but give me, give me some credit. Give, give my team some credit. Huh? You know, so um, we're going to talk about who stole your attention, dude. Somebody stole your attention. I'm here to reveal that somebody stole your attention. Now, who stole your attention and why is this important? You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to do like a great segue. Let me, let me, let me try segue from Arsenal to, to this main topic, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm even doubling down some more just to show the skill. So I was watching Sabayos. Sabayos is one of the Arsenal players from Madrid, right? He was like, uh, I was watching like a stupid video. You know, the YouTube whole wormhole when you're going in. <sighs> anyway, it was like, find out who's BF, who Sabayos BFF at Arsenal is. And I, and I went on to the clickbait. I clicked it, right? And um, there was an interesting question they posed to him. They were like, would you live in a world where there's no internet or no music? Choose one. And he was like, no music. I was like, what? <laughs> what? 
That's crazy. That's that's how much uh, the internet has has taken over. That some people, well, that's also a personal preference, you know. But I'd rather live in a world where there's no uh, internet because I've lived in a world where there's no internet, but I've never lived in a world where there's no music. You know, music has like healing powers. You know, uh, uh, whether scientifically. Um, I've been privileged enough to to, to work uh, next to a music school, which um, they have held. They they have these like uh, music conferences and stuff like that. That was also next to Tux, and um, they proved how music uh, would 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 heal um, mental m- mentally challenged people. Sometimes you know, make them more calm, calm down a bit more. Uh, change behavioral patterns so scientifically it's been proven that music has the properties to heal uh spiritually um i don't know my bible that much but i know there was a king who was sick and then uh i think uh the young david would come in right uh was it daniel sheesh bible scholars don't hate me right now Anyway, David or Daniel would go in and play um, uh, a harp, a harp-like instrument, and uh, the, the the king would be healed. And uh, scientists then later proved it that you know the vibrations of the harp uh, would loosen up the phlegm inside of the king's uh, veins, and uh, he would uh, heal. Isn't that interesting? What's also interesting is uh, Lucifer was gifted the the uh, the gift of music, so he is the king of music. And you know, back in the day when those conspiracies were running, it was that's why music is so corrupt because you know uh, Lucifer controls it. Uh, an interesting uh, friend of mine, uh, he's a pastor somewhere out there. You know, uh, once said Pastor Mushi once said. Uh, once God gives you a gift, it cannot be taken back, you know. So whether we like it or not, that guy, uh, uh, Lucifer, the devil, still has the gift of music. And music is a very powerful opon- uh, 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 component. So dabbling down, uh, segueing to who stole your attention. So I was like, ah, oh, this guy, brah, Sabayas, how could you live in a life without music? Let's... So, yeah, I, I read the study, <clears throat> or rather, I watched the video of a study. Let me, let me keep it 100 with you guys. Sometimes, you know, where um, a study was done in Canada about attention span, right? And I, it's it's just been something that's been going in my head, guys. Like, ugh, why is it, like, what's going on these days? So why is my attention so bad? Like, I cannot finish anything. I cannot, whether it be finishing a movie, you know, I, I have to pause it, or a, a book, you know, like, like, and I was like, who the hell stole my attention? You know, and then I ran across this 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 article where they were like a study was done, uh, and and those who are in in the video um, space know that that whenever you do a video these days, like especially when you want to put it on social media, you have to make it short because people's attention span is so short. Then I found out um, a study was done in Canada where they found out that 
our attention span is lower than a goldfish. So in the year 2000, um, apparently our attention span was 18 to 20 seconds. I don't know relative to what, because they don't speak relative to what. But then now, the average human attention is between 12 to 8 seconds, which is worse than a goldfish, apparently. And I was like, you know, trying to romanticize the past where I was like, you know, we used to watch movies. When last did you, you know, you could watch a movie, dude. Like, without even having to be in the cinema or whatever, you could watch a movie out at, on your couch at home, watch it from beginning to end, follow, without having to pick out that computer in your pocket, you get what I'm saying, or anything. Uh, you could... I don't know how deeper readers you guys are, whatever. I'm not the best of readers, right? Uh, I have spells. I read in spells. But once I find the perfect position, I tell you, uh, that book is getting child. So, but anyway, I, I could do that without having to, 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 to go into this computer in my pocket. And I realized something. I was like, this bloody computer in my pocket is the person that's stealing my attention so i went down deep into the rabbit hole and i found this uh other guy uh who was advocating he wrote the book on uh he, i think the the name of the book is 10 reasons why to quit social media or something like that and he explained that these because he used to work for like facebook and all these uh big um social media sites and all that he's like these corporations guys they have scientists who legit study the human brain and say how can we retain this person's attention longer and longer on our app you know the sound the little sound uh instagram would make when 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 i don't oh he said twitter sorry uh when a notification comes on the scrolling sound or the double tap motion you know it's like it's the same endorphins they said that are produced when 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 you're smoking drugs you know the same chemicals are getting released in the brain to say more more of this more of this more of this you know it's also like uh smokers they they they, they, they like saying you know sometimes they they're not even addicted to the nicotine it's it, they're addicted to the hand to mouth motion you know we also addicted to that numbing scrolling sometimes you just should just catch yourself in the middle of autopiloting uh your 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 your, your damn self just autopiloting through scrolling and be like what am i really even engaging in over here you get what i'm saying like sometimes just step out and be like am i even doing this because i want certain information why am i doing this I remember the other day I was looking at my phone. I was like, okay, I'm not going to go into uh, any social media site. And then I realized my phone is useless after that. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to check my email. And then that's going to be that. What? What What use is this phone, you know? Obviously, like, maybe once in a while when I want to capture a memory or whatever, my dog jumping around or something, you know, I'll, I'll whip out my camera. But other than that, what does a phone do, guys? You know, um, you realize that you just have an expensive communication device, really, you know, uh, and um, it's, it's, its main 
gripe is just grabbing and hawking your attention. But I was also romanticizing the, 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 the past because I thought I was like, yeah, in the past, you know, I could do one, two, three, and one, two, three. And then that study was like, uh, no, in 2000, our attention span was like 18 to 20 seconds. Then I had to think a bit deeper. I was like, think a bit, a bit deeper. That, that study was done in Canada. Um, way of life over there and here was quite, quite different. You get what I'm saying? Um, we're a third world country. We catch on things like later, later, later. Especially like um, now the internet has made things fast track. But back in the day, dude, like an artist would pass away and the news would get to us like, remember that? Do you remember that? Uh, uh, you know, my demographic is, uh, does, doesn't have a thousand. you know? Uh, so you remember that, I'm sure. <laughs> We'd have those arguments. Is this artist dead? When did this artist pass away? You know, they'd have to be like a legit um, article or something along those lines. So I really think um, early 2000s or whatever, our attention span was really good, you know, really good. But I also um, saw a few scientists who were saying, maybe it's not so bad. We also evolving, remember? Um, uh, they, they said our brain is evolving to adapt to tap into different information quicker. We absorb information way quicker than the past uh, uh, human, that 1960s human, uh, you know, the, the, the bloomers human. We, we can intake information quicker. But I also bring the counterpart, can we, is, is that a good thing? What about, our, you know, our empathy? We, we so desensitized to news. News, like, come in and out so quick. Even the most disgusting of things, like, don't shock us anymore. You know, I was talking to um, Fundo the other day, uh, the day before yesterday or whatever, and I was like, dude, you know, uh, this happened you know, a, a, a 10-year-old or something, or 11-year-old, we were talking about morals, sorry, just to bring into the conversation. I was like, 10-year-olds are having sex. And he was like, what about the 15-year-old that got his 8-year-old and 12-year-old little sister pregnant? And I was shocked. I was like, how is this even news that went under the radar? You know, have we been that morally desensitized? Do we hear these sort of news every single day? And it's like it's nothing anymore. What news will take us to say the world needs to stop at some point? Like, we need to address these issues, guys. You know, we need to address these issues. We, but, but, but we're living, just, just to, you know, off ramp a bit of on, on, the, on the topic, just to segue uh, into this thing I've also been thinking about, which is the world that we live in, guys, especially when it comes to news, you know, it's, 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 it's so messed up. I was thinking about, like, if something is never mainstream, it's never acknowledged, and it's never a thing. You know, we live in a world where there's been people who confessed that when they came in Africa, um, it's on video even, you know, uh, 
but also uh, side note uh, disclaimer I can't tell the validity of these people or whatever I haven't probed them myself or whatever but I've seen videotapes of people who said you know we we, 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 we chemically injected people with HIV pretending that it was vaccines you know and people that are haunted with these things that are like I, I genuinely feel sorry and I want the truth to be known. There's videos of these people and these things never made the news. It never made it to mainstream or anything like that, you know? And that's the type of world that we're living in, that if, if it's never on, on a high pedestal or whatever, it, it keeps it moving. Label it conspiracy theory and keep it moving, you know? And that's a messed up world, dude where news gets just swept up under the rug, where do we toe the line? Where do we end the line? Okay, enough off-ramping on that end. Back to attention span. So, guys, like, it's, it's, it's crazy how, how our attention has been nabbed from us right under our noses, you know, uh, some of you guys might be like, I don't give a crap. I, I can give them that, that attention. But imagine how much... Because I value, I value... One thing I value more than uh, money itself is time. You know, this is why it's important. You, you, you can always make more money. If somebody, takes, if somebody took, I don't know, 50 rand from my bank account today, there's a possibility I could make that up tomorrow or in the next two months. But if somebody takes away three years of my life or three days of my life, those are days that ain't coming back because I'm only here only once, bro. So if somebody is taking away your attention with Instagram booty shots... <laughs> I get pissed, bro. I, I get pissed. Because, like, you, you, you studying this thing just to, you know, um, to mess with me, to retain me onto your service. So you can show your investors that, ad, to advertisers that we have so many users and they spend X amount of time and you show me stupid adverts. Can I go on a little ride? Guys, I hate YouTube adverts. <laughs> Yo, 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 there's nothing more I hate than YouTube adverts. There's, I, I even started creating a collection of the three most irritating guys on the internet. There's this guy, I don't know if you know this guy. Hi, my name is Neil Melania, and I'm at the beach, and I'm so great. Ah, I hate that guy. Oh, my gosh. He's one of the most irritating guys on the internet. Neil Milan, stop it. Stop those adverts. Damn it. Fuck. And how dishonest are these people on the internet, bro? Jeepers. There's this other dude, this other black dude from, um, I don't know, maybe I'm the only one getting these adverts because, you know, algorithms and all that. But let me know. Please do text me if, if you're getting these adverts too. There's this other dude, um, black dude, who's this marketer, this old, Billy. Yeah, that's his name. Fuck, yeah, I remember that guy. Billy. Hey, it's Billy here. 
I want to show you something that's going to irritate you. Have you ever seen 14, the average human being makes 14,000 a year? And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Billy. Jeepers. Yo, 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 yo. I might just pay that YouTube thing, dude. On principle, I have been holding my money back. I've been like, YouTube is a free platform. On principle, I ain't going to pay for it. But whew, they've done a good job in, into irritating me to freaking pay them not to show me those adverts. Oh, gosh. Jeepers. Okay, moving on to our solution. Um, so this other professor lady, hey, guys, Joe, forgive me. <laughs> like, but I don't have to come with like, you know, uh, the sources of like, this is where I found this, this is where I found this. Guys, you can look it up on the internet as well. Hey, um, This lady said how you can pick up your attention span again is by simple things. And she, she, she pointed out, she said she gave a great analogy. She said, you know, I, I, I always wanted to know how to bake. So I started picking up cooking books, right? And then as soon as I picked up baking books, uh, I, I, I tried to create this cake. But my cakes would never always come out right. They always, something would always flop. Something would always flop, whether the cake didn't rise enough or the sponge or the cream or whatever. And one day I was just like, why, why, what's going on? And I realized something. Every time I'm making a cake, I'm either on the phone with somebody or either I'm, I'm looking at the television or something. I never give 100% attention to this cake. So she said, one day, I'm going to give my attention to this cake. Right? And what did you know? The cake came out perfectly. You know, and she said this principle applies in life in general, dude. We don't give a hundred percent. We we do not focus and narrow it down to say this. You get what I'm saying? I can even attest to this. And I uh, I know girls pride themselves with being um, what do they call this? Uh, multitaskers of note, but there's some certain value in. In lasering things down, dude. You know, we need to laser things down sometimes, you know? So, uh, you know, when you, when you laser things down, imagine how many goals you could have achieved. I know for myself, how many times have I been talking about, I don't know, Writing a book, I've always wanted to write a book because I feel like I've had one of the most interesting uh, childhoods. Yes, uh, well, well, bringing ups, coming ups. Uh, very narcissistic of you, sir. Yes, I take that. <laughs> but I, I really, <laughs> like, like many narcissists who've written books about themselves, yes, I, I do believe I have something to say. So, but I've only ever written one page. And I never buckled down. I remember when I was doing my BTEC. Uh, yeah, we had to write a micro dissertation, right? And it was it was hard in a sense where the research wasn't hard. What was hard was sitting down. And uh, a homie of mine, Vernon, said, you know, 
because he, he had his ready, I remember. He said, you know what, Uyani? This dissertation just proves nothing but, if not anything but, that you can sit your ass down. <laughs> you can sit your ass down and work. And work. And I was like, that's the most truthful thing ever. Because typing out 70, how many pages did I have? 70 pages or whatever, from nothing to paper or whatever, you know, and researching and finding out and all of those things, you know, it, it's, the pain is not the research. The pain is the setting your ass and grinding it down. You get what I'm saying? So uh, she came up, she said, laser things down. But how you can practice this is through reading. Yo, here he comes with that thing. R-E-A-D, man. Through reading, you know. I remember when I was uh, getting into reading. <laughs> like, yo, I'm sure my wife is laughing at me. Like, listen to this guy preaching about reading where he's been reading the same book from the beginning of the year. And I'm still at page freaking 40-something. I've been reading Fela Jo, like... I don't even think it's been for the year. Yo, might be even more. <laughs> I know I feel very hypocritical, but it's because I haven't, somebody's been stealing my attention too. I'm also a victim of this thing, guys. I'm not coming here on a pedestal. I'm part of the people. I'm just identifying this issue and I'm saying, guys, this is a plague. We must address this thing, Joe. At some point, we must switch off, you know? Remember when television used to switch off? It would go, yeah, static boy, static boy. That was a good thing, dude. Sometimes, like, you know, there just comes a time where you, it just has to switch off. But then uh, somebody came up with this great idea and said, TV has to be 24 hours. Cartoons need to be 24 hours, not news. John Stewart said this. When you find freaking news that are 24 hours, you'll find at some point just a bunch of mambling nothing. I advocate for cartoons to be 24 hours. Kids need to be attend entertained uh, mindlessly for 24 hours. I was a huge TV cartoon person, you know? Uh, uh, side noting to, to, to kids Guys, uh, those of you who have kids Oh, I saw this other interesting documentary uh, Please hit me up if you really want to see it It talked about, it was showing the research that Again, because it didn't make it to the mainstream These are things that are it, It's just getting swapped under the rug And it's very important for people with kids I saw this and I was like mind blown I was like, I will never allow a cell phone next to my kid It's talking about cell phones uh, It was showing the, 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 the radiation exposure of a kid Right? Uh, to, to, to a cell phone. Now I'm, I'm about to, to condense all this 45, uh, what was it, 45 minute keynote speak from this lady to, to two minutes of me rambling about it. Uh, please, if you really want to know this information, just holler at me and uh, I'll send you a link, right? So she was like, dude, um, the frequency of a cell phone, right? Uh, 
when 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 tested, uh, it's not that uh, deadly, right? But it's on the same frequency as a microwave, right? Nah? Now, whenever this uh, device of yours speaks, it's speaking to a tower every single time, right? Uh, she even showed you how to switch off uh, some location grabber or something that, that was exposing uh, uh, your whereabouts or whatever, something like that. But anyway, she says, because this, this, this radius, uh, this, this frequency, sorry, it's on a tap, it taps. It's not a long period like a microwave would be exposing to food. It's on the tap like... Ta, 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 ta. It doesn't show that much hurt to, 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 to your skin or whatever it may be or whatever, right? But with long exposure duration, the amount of hours your kid spends on uh, maybe six minutes on the phone, putting it on her head, you know... It, it, it amounts, in a year you find that your child spent, I don't know, 45 days equivalent or maybe 36 hours equivalent on a cell phone over her head, right? That radiation counts at some point, right? She said the radiation on a, a, an adult human being's face, right, is not so... Um, so bad because our faces are bigger, right? Now imagine you're exposing this type of radiation to a baby. And they did the study where they self-funded with this other university and they brought up baby model heads and stuff like that. And they, they showed the type of radiation as to where a, a human being, the radiation would hit all the way to your eye, your, your right eye, right? Uh, and your cheek and your ear and so on. A baby, that radiation would cover the whole baby's brain dude the whole brain and the lips uh, and the, uh, and the cheeks sorry and the cheeks all the way till the tongue and i was like astonished and i was like you know we we, we are generation x right but our kids are the true true generation x we were we were born without this technology we learned to adapt into it right these kids are being born in it we get to see it through them. Dude, these kids are born with tablets in their faces. You know? So, and what I like to say is the experiment, dude, the, the experiment will be seen in a few years' time. In 30 years to 40 years' time, we'll get to be like, maybe it wasn't such a good idea to have Wi-Fi in our houses. Right? Because we're the first ones to have it. Who knows? In 20 years, there'll be cases of freaking cancer coming around, the lab cancer, what what cancer, and it will be like, oh shit, having a phone in your pocket wasn't such a good idea. You get what I'm saying? Oh, it's, uh, it's actually a thing. They found out, uh, and I learned that with that keynote uh, that she was giving that lady, um, that in India, they, they discovered that... Um, uh, most of the young men were being infertile. And it was attributed to most Indian men were putting the phones in their pockets or they'd carry that belt 
pocket thing and whatnot. And they were like, and the pocket was directly next to their scrotum. You get what I'm saying? And it was like, dude, it's not healthy to put this thing in your pocket for five years. There, there, there was this other lady, Asian lady, who put her phone in her, in, in her bra, right? She was this Asian-American lady who had put her phone in her bra for the, like, how many years? She's five to ten years or whatever of her life. And then one day she just picked up cancer, like breast cancer, and there was no history of any breast cancer in her family or whatever, whatever. And it was that when they detected the cancer, it was exactly... Exactly when they did the MRI, it was exactly where she put her phone for the past five to ten years. You know, so yeah, we are Generation X. Only, only time will tell. We can come. Scientists are always lobbying. Obviously, there's scientists. If there's scientists in Coca-Cola labs, guys, that can take out papers and say Coke is actually good for you if you take it out in uh, in, in moderation, sorry. Um, There's also scientists in cell phone labs that are being paid to say cell phones aren't so bad if you... uh, switch it off and put it next to you know, your bedside and never put it next, you know, with that fine print where they tell you to just, just to don't hold this liable if the shit explodes, nigga. <laughs> you know that fine print? How did Samsung not get sued for cell phones that were exploding? It's fine print, baby. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You know what I'm saying? If I took out a cell phone that was exploding in front of everybody's faces, I would get sued. It would, my life would be over. I'd be paying people forever, forever, ever. Fine print. Fine print. They got people, lawyers, everybody, like, just waiting for the worst. You get what I'm saying? The, the worst thing they can do is just admit guilt and call a call back and we'll give you a better phone to kill yourself with next time, buddy. Don't worry. It will kill you slower this time. <laughs> okay, I'm going to move on. Uh, I think we're halfway through. <laughs> we're not even halfway. We're more than halfway through the podcast. Uh, let me... I'm 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 going against my my own rules, bro. I'm I'm gonna play a a little song because you know uh, I lost an aunt this week, man. So you know we're living in tough times, guys. It's okay to say you are not okay, you know. So we will make it through. So the the song that's been running in my head, guys, like throughout, it's it's been this joint, you know, to just say, give me strength, bro. And I remember it from when I was young to say, sometimes, guys, it's it's also okay to say you're not okay, you know? Anyway, you're listening to the Theorist Lounge, guys. Just talk on the Theorist Lounge with Rianni Bila. This is T.I., guys. With a swag like mine Facing all kind of time But smile like I'm fine Brag with such passion to shine without trying Believe me, pain's a small thing to a giant I was born without a dime Out the gutter I climbed Spoke my mind and didn't stutter one time At least even the greatest gotta suffer sometimes So I huff and puff rhyme Lyrics so sick with it Set the standard in Atlanta How to get, get, get it So you up 
becoming rappers wanna diss, just kill it. I'm officially the realest, point blank, period. Whether I still live in the hood or just visit, whatever you can do in the hood, I done did it. That's why the dope boys and the misfits feel it. This still is city, long as tip living, listen. I ain't dead, no. What, shorty? It's just a little song to give us some motivation through the week, yo. It's just to give us something. Guys, there's a brighter tomorrow, bro. I don't know the struggle that you're going through. You do not know the struggle that I'm going through, but it's it's gonna get better. It's really gonna get better, bro. You know. Before I move on to our next topic, which is education uh, in South Africa, I just I've been like lagging from speaking about this, but I, I wanna I wanna I wanna have a little say about it. You know. Uh, before I go into that, I wanted to talk about just, just, just human. You know, when, whenever I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking, I, I'm posing this question to you guys. Whenever somebody, we have a social con, con, contract in life, hey. Whenever somebody says, because I've been getting these these uh, phone calls, like just like everybody gets phone calls, and people will be like, "How are you?" No, 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 and I'm like. You know, there's a social contract here that we, we, we've all abided by or signed to unconsciously. Whenever somebody says, how are you? Did you supposed to say, I'm fine. Na, 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 na. And not bore that person to death by saying, I'm not okay. <laughs> I am really not okay. Even some comedian said, uh... I know who was it. There's a, there's a special. No, it's not Big Boy. Sorry, uh, forgot that dude's name. Anyway, he said <laughs> this other lady said. Uh, uh, he asked, "How are you?" And he's like, no, "I'm not fine." No, 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 no. And and he was like, "What type of human are you to not say you're fine when I'm asking you that you're fine?" You know, which is the actual truth, dude. You know, which is making me question humanity itself to be like, you know, why do we ask? Why, why, why do you ask how am I? What if the answer is incorrect? It's not what, you, what you're expecting. Are you going to listen? If I tell you, I'm not fine, dude. I'm not fine. I'm not coping. And this is why I'm not coping. You know, are you, are you human enough to listen? You know, you, you, you won't, you know, because I know us. I know us. Maybe you, you not, you different or whatever, but I know us generally, guys. You'll be like, why is this guy subconsciously like, yeah, you know, you know. And sometimes we also don't want to burden people. Maybe we don't want to burden people. I also am like, I'm fine. No, 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 no. You know, it's okay. Maybe, maybe if you're not fine, I'm, I'm genuinely making a pact. I'm gonna, whenever I'm going to ask somebody, how are you? I'm genuinely going to mean it. You know? I genuinely mean it when I say, how are you? Let me know, bro. 
I mean, I might not have the finances to help you or whatever and, and so on. And some, not all the time, our issues fixed through finances, especially us adults. When we are adulting, we think, you know, this person just needs money or whatever. Sometimes an ear helps, dude. Just knowing, just you knowing that I'm not fine helps, you know. Okay, without wallowing down, let's get into Minister Engie. So, <laughs> guys, obviously, uh, the country's still in lockdown, but uh, this lady, I don't know what's been itching her seat to try and impress her, her compatriots and fellow... <laughs> Uh, ANC people or fellow whoever, you know, to 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 send back kids, you know, uh, to 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 school and to finish the year, to finish the academic year, which everybody can see. Dude, it's an owl. Take an owl. It's fine. We'll we'll pick it up next year. This lady, legit, has blood on her hands. Not an exaggeration. People have passed away because of avoidable uh, circumstances of uh, kids going to school and so on and so forth. And this is personal for me, bro, because my mother is an educator. She's been an educator for 29 years plus, maybe 30 years, uh, 30-something years maybe. Yeah, she's been an educator from the age of I don't know, she was very young, 20, 21, somewhere there. And, you know, I saw this build up as it was happening where, you know, you'd find researchers uh, having talks on television or news and other researchers were like, hey, you know, kids don't catch this uh, much or they're more durable, blah, blah, blah. What about our parents, bro? What about my mother, who's 50-plus uh, something, who's asthmatic, who, who has, you know, preconditions and et cetera, et cetera, and has to f- chill with kids that are 18-year-olds or 17-year-olds that have strong immunities and could spread this thing very easily and so on and so forth. What about them? This is not a joke. The, the, the people have passed away, bro. You get what I'm saying? But it's not a... It's, this, this, this talk is not about hers. I just wanted to make the statement that she legit has blood on her hands. This is a fact. My question is, at what point do parents' responsibility comes in play here? I'm not a parent. I don't, I don't have a kid, you know. Uh... But if I had a kid right now, and they were like, you know, schools are opening again, over my freaking dead body would my kid go? Who's forcing you to take your kid to school, bro? Because I see parents on, like, social media, our kids matter, what, 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 you know? At what point do you take responsibility? Who's forcing you? Me, I want to know to take your kid to school, bro. 
you know. At some point, us as, as adults, we need to take responsibility and put a hold. Because this thing couldn't have been a thing even, hey? Had parents really said, nah, B, we nice. It's a pandemic. It's real, guys. I know there's conspiracy theorists out there, blah, blah. Hey, what the... Yo, dude, it's real. And it will be real. When it hits home, it becomes even realer. You can't deny this thing. It's happening. You know, it's happening. It's here. We wake up to the same nightmare over and over. It's Groundhog's Day, nigga. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. Um, I just wanted to know, where would you be sending your kids out there? At what point does personal responsibility come into play? You know, that's it. I mean, certain things, certain people will have to answer to, to, to God at the end of the day. I don't know what's possessing her, what's itching that seat to tell teachers, hey, but you got paid, right? Gotta go. <sighs> Guys, that is the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it wasn't all gloom and doom. Uh, I hope you learned something about somebody stealing your attention. Remember, uh, share the podcast, dude. Uh, like, comment. If you have a positive comment, <laughs> I don't want to hear, yo, man, <laughs> I don't like your voice. I can't do anything about my voice. But it's been positive reviews so far. <laughs> Like, comment, share it to like-minded people. And remember, the Theorist Lounge is a safe space, guys. It's a safe space for people uh, to, 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 to just talk their minds and opinions. And we might not agree with each other, but that does not make us enemies. We can have different opinions and thoughts on things. That doesn't make us enemies. That builds society forward. You get what I'm saying? Um, again, I think I saw Dave Chappelle quote the other day that that spoke about this that we under somebody sold us this false dichotomy that if you are on the left and I'm on the right that we we don't see eye to eye or something like that you know uh, without it being political or anything like that it doesn't mean that we are enemies when we do not have the same opinion we can still be friends bro we can still chill we might have more in common than 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 apart and even if we have things apart we might have little things in common and that's what counts maybe we like playing FIFA together man you get what I'm saying but that's it on Just Talk on the Theorist Lounge thank you for rocking with me my name is Wiyani Bila Just Talk on the Theorist Lounge with Wiyani Bila till next week we will 